Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 833, Infinite Building Potential, recorded live on September 15th, 2022. Hello everyone, welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. T.T.'s back! Yay! Welcome back. We missed you. Uh, before we get started... Obviously the news did not slow down. <laughs> no, it did not. Um, I would like to thank everybody for the well wishes. Um, my wife was having some chest pains. Turns out it probably is a pulled muscle. Not anything bad. I thank everybody for your well wishes. Hopefully, we don't have to. Let's let's not, shall we? I don't mind staying up till ten o'clock at night as long as I'm, you know, on the podcast or playing video games. You know, hurts the room. Yeah, when you're, <laughs> yeah, <coughs> and you. But yes, uh, lots of stuff that you were not here to talk about last week, but. Yeah, probably retouch on a couple of things or a few things that I uh, that accelerate and I did not touch on last week that we'll probably touch on a little bit this week. And of course, there's some big news out over the past week as well. Bonnie Ross has left three four three. We've got a new article series about Forge with a video talking about building in Forge in a four part series that we'll talk about a little bit and. Um, of course, a few other little knickknacks that we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, before we do that, let's do a little Podtacular recap. And this time we're looking at me for Frag and Friday because I was Death the storm. one. Storm, how did Frag and Fridays go last week since I wasn't there? It sucked. Why do you say that? So I came to this realization last week. The way true skill and matchmaking works in Halo Infinite it's not kind to groups that have a wide diversity of skill sets. While Keys and Bobby had a good time playing the yapping, it was horrible for me. <laughs> Welcome to we, my we, world. We won like 50% of the games, but like last week it just hit me. It's like, I'm not having fun because I'm not doing well and I'm getting decimated. And yeah, while the win percent is about 50%, I'm not having fun. And it's the yapping. We, we played yeah. the yapping all, all night. Eventually, when it got to about 11 o'clock, I turned off the stream and then went solo. And guess what? I started having an okay time because I was with other people that were my similar skill and I wasn't just getting decimated every time I got the glint of a sniper scope looking in my direction. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The, I, I don't know what they did different in Infinite with the skill-based matchmaking. But it feels a lot different than Halo 5. It's it's very different. Um, and I, I think the part now, of that is from what I've like from what I've seen explained by people who have play a lot more matchmaking and have, have dug into it a lot more than I have, all the playlists adhere to this strict matchmaking to really force that fifty fifty game. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas previous games, those social playlists, that restriction wasn't as rigid. There was a lot more, okay, if this is kind of your range of skill, then we're just going to find stuff that's within that range. And where this is more specific of, we're going to put players together that's going to cause that 50% win rate. Well, this this particular matchmaking setup can actually predict relatively accurately your kills and deaths per match. Mine's... Uh... Mine's actually... Don't get me wrong. There, there are games where I just, it just, I just turn it on and I, I totally blow the system out of the water. But overall, that line, <laughs> it follows pretty damn close, especially between the wins and losses. There's something in that system that it's like it's rigged against you once you get to a certain point. I do, there needs to be some work done on it, but only for big team. When you're in a 4v4, competitive, not Fiesta. Just right. Like SWAT, Rumble, Team Slayer, stuff like that. Yeah. Object, objective take. There needs to be a relatively strict skill rate, rate rating that's adhered to. When you get to like big team or fun game modes like Fiesta, then Social. yeah, broaden that. You can broaden that out quite a bit. Yeah, that is something that I feel they missed the mark on. But honestly, I still have fun. I was playing, I, you know, I've already completed my happening. I was playing through it, and don't get me wrong, we get into a sniper's match. I, you know, <laughs> uh, right. You know, the, it's, you know, when the, the, you know, the announcement trailer for the happening? Yeah, the guy on the base is me. <laughs> yeah. I look up, and there's. Yep. Anyway, all these snipers um, glints. The, but overall, I I've had a lot of I've had a lot of fun with the happening. But yes, I do think they need to work on social. You know, for social stuff, I don't mind a connection based matchmaking system. That way, everybody gets a good stable game. It's just when you start getting into the smaller groups, like four v four or solo. That's when the skill base really needs to ramp up, in my opinion. And just as a side note, that is why I don't play PvP in Destiny. Because they went strictly to a connection-based matchmaking system. So, you know, I'm matching against the Keys and the Bobbies and the Mint Blitzes of Destiny. (laughs) And it's no fun when that happens. I hear, you know, a lot of these people that are vocal about it, you know, say they can't find games. I'm sorry. When you're at that level, you yourself are limiting your games with your skill. I'm not saying it's bad that you're good at the game, but having you in a game with me, that is a bad thing. Sure. Now, if it's big team, then it's a little less critical to have everybody on the same playing field because there are a lot of other factors in big team, but it just, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, there's room for improvement, but I have no idea on how they could improve it. I think the way they match needs to be reverted more back to the way it used to be. 
It doesn't need to be this strict, hey, we're going to match you up where your win percentage should be about 50%. It's like, no, match yeah. with similarly skilled. Like, if someone goes on a winning streak or a losing streak, that's okay as long as it's at least similar. But it doesn't need to be yeah. this, hey, you won a game. Okay, now we're going to throw the next hardest tier at you. Oh, you won two games in a row as a platinum. We're going to throw all diamonds and onyx at you. Like, that's yeah. what I, I see on social media. And it's it that. And I agree with that. I, you know, it's the system should not be responsible for determining if you win or lose. Oh, that's should, kind of the argument is, is it, it's the way it's matching is influencing. Like I said, it's not determining, but should, influencing. Right. Heavily. Which I think is not a good thing. No. If you're a diamond player, you shouldn't match with other diamond players. You start getting to top, the top of diamond, you should start manage, uh, matching Onyx players as well. If you're a silver player, you should not be matching diamond players. Right. If you're a gold, like a gold one, you shouldn't be matching diamond players. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, short of it is... I mean, for what it was worth, Yappening is is kind of exactly what it is. It's it's super fiesta with all the game modes, and mm-hmm. honestly, I could care less about the snipers, BTB snipers, and bulldogs game mode. The Skockets, yeah. I've had fun with. Yeah. But I've honestly had more fun going into the Yappening solo than with mm-hmm. with friends. I can understand that. Um, I actually... Yes, I, I, I think I'm starting to figure out the shock rifle. <laughs> I'm actually getting kills with it now. I, I, it's it's <laughs> literally hit or miss for me. Yeah, well, like it, you either have to get here. the headshot as a, as like a sniper kill, or you just have to keep zapping people until they. I. <laughs> the weird thing is, I find my aim is better after I play Fortnite for a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. Up. Yeah, I don't know why, but like I, whenever I've like played Fortnite for the day and I hop in the infinite, my aim is suddenly like better. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm like I play Fortnite because it's one of those easy. I can just sit back and and play it. It's it's not nearly as sweaty as as Halo is. Um, so maybe I'm just I get comfortable into the aiming mechanics, and then that helps mm-hmm. right set me for for Halo. So. Instead of getting frustrated with the aiming, I get frustrated at the game and all the crappy skill that it throws at me. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, but yeah. Um, so that was Frag and Friday. We'll probably do some more uh, tomorrow as far as yapping if people are up for it. Otherwise, uh, head into the Discord. Vote for the game. We only had two votes last week. Or one vote, maybe. And I wanted to play the yapping and get my stuff done. And I I got my capstone, so I got the little wart charm. Yay. Seen what I it didn't. is for this week. But I had three challenges left. And it was like nine thirty Sunday night. I'm like, screw this, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I actually got it done on uh, either Sunday or Monday. Like it was it did not take very long to get through all the challenges. No, I did have to this- I did have to swap one. I did swap one. So far, what I've seen in the challenges this week, they seem... So, I'm probably going to try to capstone it again because, yeah, like Bobby said, there's the gold circles visor in the for the capstone, so I'm probably going to give that a go. And I want my black visor again. 
Mm. Yes. Yes. Actually, I would like to have all of George's armor, please. I'd like to have the Mark Seven, just Mjolnir Mark Seven. You know that like should just George be armor. like a legendary completion armor, like every other Halo game has been for the past twenty yeah. years. Like, how is that? I, I, it's like that's a staple of of Halo. Yeah. Like all those weapon things should have been okay. You're unlocking parts of Master Chief's armor, uh huh, or parts of the other Spartans' armor that you find throughout the campaign, like. That would have been made the most sense for those weapon lockers or their armor lockers. Actually, I, th- I think it would be neat if the armor lockers contain different things on different difficulties. That too. That way you have to play through the different difficulties to unlock everything. Mm-hmm. Or, at, way, or yeah, at the because... very least, at the very least, easy through heroic or the same. And then legendary is different. Cause that's, that's been the thing too in the past where it's like legendary is special. But, Photos. Yeah. Photos. <laughs> yeah. You I want the horn. Anyway. You totally could. Well, it sounds like b- despite your despite your troubles, you still had fun. Ish. I mean, it was fun to play with friends. It was just it sucked playing the game specifically, because whenever we were in game just game destroyed. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So Let's move on to some news. Um, obviously, last week you missed the whole roadmap to Halo Infinite coming over the next uh, six to nine months or so. Mm-hmm. Any initial feedback on what we're seeing for the winter update in season three? So far, I'm liking what I've seen for the most part. Let's see. We've got the Forge Beta coming. We've got the Network Co-op. Yeah. That is coming in the winter now, update. There is something I want to touch on that. I hear yeah, I hear hear these people just going straight to negative Nancy. The co-op, couch co-op. Oh. No, it's canceled. It's canceled. It's no, it's not. Yeah. It's canceled. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It will come. No. It will come. Yes, it will. Straight from Joe's mouth. It's not. It's canceled. Yeah, it'll come. It's <laughs> canceled right now, but it will come. Anyway, this the reactions were uncalled for. Just the stuff that I heard about that. It's calling for people's heads. No, you don't yeah. do that. Ever. No matter what you think, this game is not your creation. I don't if think you don't like it. I don't even think that's, it's like, just don't do it to anyone ever. Like right. it's not, it's not uh, around just, the games. It doesn't matter with anybody. The games that you play are not your creation. You have no say in what gets done. You can suggest to the developer that they add something. You have no right to demand it. You have no right to call for people's heads, call for people's jobs. I mean, the only way that you can quote-unquote demand it is by your wallet. If you don't like it, don't buy the damn game. And for all the negative Nancys about multiplayer, make your suggestions. That's fine. Don't like it. Uninstall it. It's free. It doesn't cost you a damn dime. You don't like the microtransactions? Don't spend any money. The The community has already proven that the microtransactions work. 
people yeah, are spending money on the microtransactions. People spent money on microtransactions. Halo 5 proved that. Yeah. Even with just a random loot box type crap. At least uh, well, in this one, you can pick what you want and buy it. We'll get to that in a minute, Bobby. I, I'm just really irritated with a lot of people in the community cheering that people are leaving and or got moved around in the company. I'm going to start with Bonnie Ross. I am going to miss her. And Halo is not going to be the same without her. Nope. Yes. 343 made the Master Chief Collection. Guess who signed the deal to make the Master Chief Collection? Bonnie Ross. Guess who signed the deal to fix Master Chief Collection? Bonnie Ross. They didn't have to do shit with Master Chief Collection. They chose to do that. They chose to go in and fix their mistakes, which I applaud them for. And they're going to do that for Infinite. I mean, it's going to take a while. They've done an awesome job with the Master Chief Collection. I have no problems with the time schedule on Infinite. A, I'm having fun with it as it is. And if you're not having fun with it, you don't deserve to play video games because you look at it in a totally wrong way. These are, this is not life and death here. This is for entertainment. That doesn't entertain you. Do something else. Find something else. Yeah. Now, Forge, I'm really looking forward to. I've already seen some of the stuff that they've been making with the leaked build. And yeah, the, after, oh that, my after that came out, <laughs> they kind of let the Forge Council let loose a little bit. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, it's, it's a hype train for it, which. Oh, yeah. I mean, kudos to them because like, like everything that has been coming out has been. I, I think Forge has been the biggest stepping stone in every game. Like it's changed the most between iterations of, of games. Obviously, other mm-hmm. than like graphical fidelity, but if you take a look at Halo 3's Forge to reach the four, two anniversary, and eh, not too yeah, much. Yeah, two of a, was kind of a. It's more four, <laughs> five, and then infinite. It was a huge leap. Like it's this exponential curve. I mean, you can even take it back to Halo 2 custom games as like that was the Forge. Like, oh yeah, know, just a great custom game. So you start with custom games, make full on maps all the additional fun game crap that you could do with like the mini game stuff that you could do with reach and kind of plateaued a little bit for four. And then everything just has been skyrocketing since five. Actually in Halo four, it snowballed a little bit. There was a lot of good customs. in. Oh, sure. I mean, it it wasn't, I think the step from reach to four has been kind of dwarfed over. it, It was much smaller. I mean, there was some significant stuff, but it wasn't like, yeah, there were some improvements. It wasn't just blaringly. Undo, redo. <laughs> That's huge. Oh, there's that. a lot of huge things in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like their little demonstration of what they were showing off. So just to recap like- on that real quick, there's going to be four parts to their kind of forge video and article series. The first part was building. So they went over some of the new building capabilities, how everything's laid out. 
A lot of things are very similar to how Halo 5 Forge worked as far as menus and some of the customization. Of course, they've blown that up. We'll get into some of that detail. Uh, the next one is going to be scripting, which the node graph is a very powerful way to do kind of simple style coding in a way. And then there's going to be one on lighting and then one on content sharing. So four different Forge-esque articles and videos. Eric Abu saying every other week. So that should be... I mean, there's a lot of... Like half the stuff that they're showing off has already been leaked by the Forge Council or other Forge builds and, and whatnot. But it, it we're barely scratching the surface of what Forge can do. Oh, yeah. it's. <laughs> I can't wait to see what they they can actually do when they get permission <laughs> to yeah. actually show off what they've been working on. Cause you know, these guys are working on maps and they'll have maps out day one. I hope the scripting stuff, and they I go over the AI, how that yeah. works. I, I would love to see how that does. That does the two new maps. Yep. One, both one or both was created in Forge. Both were created in Forge. Okay, yeah. Both of them are Forge maps. Mm-hmm. And until they said that, I just to kind of give you an idea. There, there's there's so many capabilities in this Forge. Mm-hmm. There's so many optimizations I, that they've made. Yeah. And we and we give collectively the community, we give a lot of crap to three four three about the new engine and how little they've been able to make updates to the game because of all the issues with the engine that they're now trying to fix and everything, which, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks that, okay, they built this engine and supposedly they were supposed to be able to iterate more quickly on it yet. They can't iterate more quickly on it. So that's a, I think it just frustration, but the fact that what they have shown off with their ability in forge is going to be, I hate to say the term saving grace, of the longevity of Halo multiplayer, but tradition has shown customs that always customs, has, customs yeah. has always had always been the saving grace for multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, it's all it, and it always will be one of the best things that Halo Three brought to multiplayer was not the shooting mechanics because they sucked. <laughs> was Forge right? The ability true, to create true. custom maps. The ability to tweak settings, to move weapon spawns, change weapon spawns change the way on the an individual fills. basis. Right. That was the biggest boom to Halo multiplayer there probably ever will be, was the introduction of that for, that first Forge tool. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Halo 5's Forge, it was a big boom for, you know, for um, customizability. I guess that's the best best word for it or best feature set. And from what I've seen on infinite's forge so far, which is infinitesimal, uh, it blows five out of the water. I mean, like deep in bottom trench. Anyway. So when they get that rolling, I can't wait. I want somebody to recreate speed. It's going to happen. If it hasn't been built already, it's going to happen. I want to see how the physics of infinite work with speed. 
I hope they can make it work. Because I know in I, four I had, they I had to do. Build it. I know in four they had a little bit of trouble with the physics of the vehicles. It didn't quite work right until yeah. you know, there was an update where they were able to fix that, and then after that it was great. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that and what it will add to the multiplayer. On the other side of that, three four three needs to manufacture their own maps too. So, quite a few of the maps are, they're basically, I mean, a lot of the tools, it sounds like, that they're developing maps are, like, Forge is basically a near exact copy of the tools that they're This is probably on. as close to a map creator as we've ever got. Yeah. The dev tool, like, the dev tools that they have, aside from basically being able to import your own models and skins and textures <laughs> you've got pretty much just about every single capability in a 3d modeling program in here you've got rotations you got scaling you've got scaling in each individual direction so one of the things that they showed off was taking a a piece and then completely flattening it <laughs> so it's just almost like a decal well they basically did turn it into a decal and then taking a small little mound and blowing it up to be a mountain. Which, you know, I like the way they did that. And they they kind of explained that it was better to do that than the way they'd done it in past. It makes sense the way they did it in the past because of how objects had to be loaded into the engine. Right. But because it's a new engine and because they did put a lot of work into the engine, even though there is still a lot of issues with the engine, it has empowered them to be able to take out all the extra. So, like, you no longer have the block one by one, the block one, one by two, the block two by two. 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 Yeah. yeah, it is. You have two by three, four by four, and you scale it to the size you need. You put your own. Mm-hmm. There's a whole set of prefab textures that affects the look of it. The lighting effects on it, the way that it sounds when you step on it and when uh, projectiles hit it. So it has that material effect from a sound perspective. You can change individual pieces of each item. So like the grunt thing that they showed off, you can change the the texture finish and the color finish of the armor, of the skin, of the eyes. Like They've modularized I, so many I wonder pieces. how much of that that particular part of it's related to like the armor coating system. Oh, it's 100% part of the whole armor coating. It, it's basically taking a, here's the area grouped, mm-hmm. apply this texture on that whole area. So it, it's, the it's the same system. system's not so bad. It's the same system un- underneath now, it all. <laughs> the implementation, implementation of it for customization is botched. Customization is screwed, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, and I, mean, I know yeah, somebody's going to, I know, so, I, I can hear the comments now. If Bungie had done it, it'd be so much better. No, no. Every it's not time, a matter of 343 and Bungie. It's, it, it every really time not. Bungie updates Destiny, they break something. I think that's almost just a every symptom time, of, of software and games because of how complex uh, this things is, are. From Destiny 1 to today, every time they push out an update of any kind, something breaks. Sometimes it's something small. 
sometimes it's pretty big. For an example, that's the software development. Yeah. (laughs) It happens. Yeah. They're getting a handle on it. And I think Forge is going to be a big addition to multiplayer. I do think that they still need to work on some more game modes. We are getting a new one. I hope that in custom options, we have a wide variety of settings to make game modes. That's the next thing I really want to see. So a lot of that, from what I can tell, is powered by Forge and what you can do with scripting and interactable objects. Well, I mean, I'm really talking about just, you know, the basic game mode settings. Yeah, granted, you know, Forge takes care of all the objects spawning, um, you know, the play space. Mm -hmm. But you have your game options, which control the rules. I want to see what that looks like after Forge launches. Well, and I think they're supposed to be, uh, it's kind of like, all right, how do you take some of the base capabilities? So, like, take, for example, Strongholds. Strongholds is really a get to an objective or own an objective. So that mechanism can be done for strongholds, for king of the hill, for race, for territories, territories, VIP. Like that's the underlying system that powers all that is you want to get to this zone. So that's the base mechanic for ball type game things. There's oddball. There's assault. In a way, you could do the same thing with Dominion-esque type thing. So there's underlying things there, and it's just a matter of how what do they expose in Forge and in the custom game options to empower different game modes that are really just different cousins or siblings of a similar mechanic. Well, yeah, game. I mean, all the we game modes... We saw that a lot in Halo 5 ever, and 4. Yeah, all the game modes that have ever been in, in Halo are a derivative of something else. You know, oddball, okay. One bomb, same same deal. Except, you know, instead of you know, just holding the ball, the ball the ball explodes. It's the same thing. Then you have Griff Ball, community made. You have you know, like territories, hill, just multiple hills. You have, you know, of course your simple one flag, two flag, infection. It's a variant. It's a variant of Rumble of Slayer. In fact, well, yeah, it's of Slayer. Slayer, basically. Yeah. Slayer with team changing. There, you know, the, I just I want to see if all those options are in there to be able to create these other game modes that you know people want to play, like Juggernaut, VIP, whatever. I mean, ideally, there should be the customization options within game modes or forge to remake just about every game mode that has existed in mm-hmm. Halo to some extent. That'd be the ideal. And I think they're, they're pretty close to that. I don't think they're fully there, but I think they're pretty close and they have obviously more plans to implement more things after the beta launches of forge. So onto the next thing. I'm not so sure about the shroud screen. <laughs> It, it's, it, I just, I mean, Valorant is the thing that comes to mind when I think of the shroud screen, and it's a very yeah, I mean, useful tool, and it, and it I mean, it, it 
causes it forces a lot of strategy. So I see that as a very I even see it making its way into HCS, honestly. Because then there's yeah, that I risk. Mean, I'm not of- saying I'm not saying it's it's interesting. I just don't figure I haven't figured out how I would use it yet. Gotcha. It's like I mean, you can throw it out there and then it can cause your enemy to think. Yeah. And in that moment, moment, you might be able to take advantage of it. I think it's going to be a lot more useful. Or they can call your bluff. Arena. than it's going to be in BTB. And I think that's what it's geared towards. It's that area of denial and causing a risk reward. It's like, okay, you can throw it down and run. And then your opponent has to figure out if they want to go in or not. Figure out if you're actually there. Yeah. Or, and, and something that Accelerate and I were talking about on the podcast last week is if someone's in the shroud screen, you block hit markers. Like, if someone's in the screen, like, because obviously you can shoot into it, you just can't see it. All, yeah, all it is is it's just a wall, it's just a it's sight line block. It's a visibility, yeah. Like, do hit markers get canceled out now? Does the threat, like, how does the threat sender, sensor interact with it? Well, the radar is disabled, so you can't see out with your radar, and, and they can't see in with the radar. Right. So I would imagine the threat detector would be the same way. Could be. Because, I mean, the threat well, detector now, now that they fixed it, <laughs> you can't see through walls with it anymore. They can. Yeah, you, yeah, you totally can. The, your, the whole outline. Yeah, well, the, it, uh, what was it? Maybe they changed the range of it or something. They changed something with it. Anyway. No, threat sensor um, lights someone up regardless of where they are if yeah. they're within the pulse range. I'm thinking that it won't because then what's the point of the shroud? Because if they can just shoot a threat sensor and see if there's nobody's in there, then there's no, uh, there's no, that's if you no have, risk. that's if you have the threat sensor. Yeah. It's not like there's 75 of them on the map or not. Anyway. Depends on the map. Depends on, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of, like I said, there's, it could be, you, you know, if it's a 4v4, you could have it one or the other on the map. You know, if the shroud's there, you don't have a threat, sensor. threat sensor. Um, or have them be but center even, field spawns. So there's one threat sensor, one shroud could be instead of two threat sensors. Anyway, it's going to be interesting to see how useful it is. And how different people. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Then the covert one flag. Sounds interesting in theory. Yeah. Yeah, Accelerate wasn't very excited about that either. I see the premise of it. And don't get me wrong. I'll try it out. But I just. Sure. The It's just. I'm not a big. You know, Fiesta is one thing with uneven weapon spawns. Mm-hmm. Because. It's possible, but highly unlikely that you're going to get a garbage spawn every, you know, your whole team is going to get a garbage spawn every time they spawn. Right. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it has definitely happened to me. <laughs> sure. Um, just as confound shotgun, plasma pistol. Anyway, so I'll be really interested to see how it plays out and see if there's any tweaks to movement mechanics or 
you know, weapon damage, stuff like that. Anyway, yeah, I, it's it's got me concerned, but <laughs> I'm going to hold my opinion until I actually play it. You know, just like with anything, I, I have an initial feeling, but I really want to experience it before I go off the deep end. Just sure. Know, like people should <laughs> assume. You know, yep. Firstly, others in assume or ASM. Yeah. We got, we got Out of you yeah. and me. Yep. Anyway, um, the whole battle pass thing is kind of interesting to me to see how the progression system is going to work. Match XP. Yep. I know I won't be getting a lot of it because I suck at Halo. But I, I'd, I'd like, I'm, I'll be interested to see how that works. Something is better than nothing. Yeah. I, I was never really a fan, a big fan of the match XP system in Reach. Is it was rare for me to have a good match. I mean, honestly, the only reason only reason I got as far as I did in the tiers on Reach is because I had somebody feeding me boost builds. <laughs> I mean, I think the I think the point is the challenges are the big cash ins, but the match right, XP yeah. is going to be the slow trickle. Like you can progress, but those challenges is what's going to really. Like I said, I'm, I'm I'll be there. interested to see how big that trickle is. Is it a drip every ten minutes, or is it a drip every three seconds? Yeah, it's a good question. But overall, everything that they talked about in their little video, I was happy with. The couch co-op thing, I still think it's going to come, regardless of it's what anybody coming. said. It's not coming. Like I said, I still think it's going to come, just not right now. Anyway. It's, it's, it's canceled, man. Sure. This is 343 saying it's canceled. I, I know. we got 10 years of this game. Things change. It's not coming. Anyways. That's all right. I'll probably be dead by the time this game's over with anyways. <laughs> so the... Aside from the the winter content update that we got the season three as well, so another couple maps, some more story to go along with it, the new equipment and the new the new weapon, the bandit, DMR. Yep, short range DMR though. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see how that works. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to see how it pairs up against the stalker rifle. Now I know the stalker rifle is more of a long range weapon, but Try to shoot somebody across map with it. it doesn't work. The snipers and the whole acceleration, the the looking mechanic in Infinite is so different than every other Halo game. You definitely have to get in there and tweak the settings. It it just doesn't feel like any game in the Master Chief Collection at all. Well, yeah, Halo Five doesn't feel like any game in the Master Chief Collection. It feels a lot closer to MCC than Infinite is. A lot. Closer. Yeah, no, not to me. <laughs> Every time I fire up MCC, it takes me 20 minutes to figure out how to shoot the damn guns again. <laughs> That's with me turning off Halo 3 because I don't even bother. Well, Halo 3, the aim is now. Still sucks. Not as bad as it the was. Aim is, but it it's still the sucks. same system now. If, if you have the universal aiming, it's. it's they they it's update. Not the aiming. It's the bullet travel. Well, yeah, but that's not aiming. That's. Bullet travel. It still screws with my aiming. Yeah, you just have to lead your shots instead of it. Yeah, being... that's what they said back in 2007. Yeah, you just gotta lead your shots a little bit. Bull. But you did. 
I mean, I sucked at it too. Don't get me wrong. The guy's standing right in front of me and I still can't hit the damn guy. <laughs> I mean, when when the player is running directly at me, I shouldn't have to lead my bullets. Uh, we got Undo Redo for Forge, which you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that the monitor is now no clip, so you don't have to travel around objects to get to something that you're trying to get to is nice. Big time saver. Yeah. Big time saver. Yeah. Hey, you can actually go wherever you need to go to build your map and not try to fly around and then delete something to put something that you missed and then try to put and it then back. And then try to put spot. the other thing back. Right, right. So no clip is a huge change. <clears throat> According to, to Michael Shore, the, the undo redo and the no clip were the two like top priority things for him to get addressed in Forge. The scaling objects in any direction so actual scale the whole object or be able to scale in the x axis the y axis and the z axis independently is huge gives a whole nother take to what you can do with pieces in forge and you can name objects and groups of objects and prefabs which is really important with the uh, large constructions yes if you need to change some one piece you can just Oh, and you can search for the names, too. Yes. You can search through things. You can... uh, There's a whole bunch of properties for every object in there. They said now that the item limit for... Or the budget. We're still calling it a budget. For Forge is now upwards of like 7,000 objects. Because the, the way that the engine process static objects no longer is as taxing on the game engine as it was in Halo 5? Well, the deal with Halo 5 is is it treated everything as a dynamic object. Right. It treated everything as as if it was going to change states. In Infinite's Forge, things like the floor, the doors, the, the ceiling, the walls, it recognizes that those items are not going to change, and it can treat it as just a picture. Well, it's not. It's solid. Yeah. I'm dumbing it down. Instead of a object that needs to be ready to move, it it can just be decoration. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, you know, it has to have physics, you know, so that you, know, you can't walk through it, but, or mass, or whatever you want to call it. But that obviously was a big boon to the budget. Mm-hmm. To go from... 1,700? No, 1,300 1,600. 1,600. 7,000. There were over seven, there were just over 17,000 individual forge objects, but the budget count for Halo 5 was a little over 1,600 of what you could actually put into a map. And another thing for, kind of touched on this earlier, for the materials is being able to, again, custom material type, custom color, being able to apply to that to any block and then any different sections of a piece or object as long as it's available there in the in the menu to to customize like i said the people that have just created on the existing maps that are in infinite right now uh just redressing sets or redressing maps building small maps inside the bigger maps mhm Unbelievable. There's one, 
I would credit the forger's name, but I don't remember it. But he made a little apartment on Bazaar, I think it was. And it, I mean, shrunk things down to make a keyboard for a computer. <laughs> a keyboard! Yep. And it was all to scale. I mean, it was scaled for a Spartan. It was absolutely hilarious. Now, if I could just make Spartan sit down in chairs. So, there's going to be a prefab for a keyboard and a monitor and a mouse and all that stuff. <laughs> Couldn't be coming out. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if there would be, there is going to be hundreds of thousands of prefabs of small, tiny little things like that. I mean, as, as long as you get some basic shapes, you can create a whole bunch of different things. It's just the object yeah. count at that point. It's like in um, the map that they were uh, showed on stream, which was forged by one of the, one of the forge councils. He used ground pieces to make dirt. For the floor. Yep. You know this the great big mound mountain thing that they showed earlier? Yeah, they he turned it into dirt. Yep. Cause you can just squish it down and then it's like just little bumps. Little, little, little bumps. But yeah, that's right. November yet. Right. <laughs> um so that's all just from the building aspect of Forge. The next video I think is gonna be huge. With regards to scripting. I am definitely interested in that. I want to see... now Scripting in Halo 5, challenging. Well, and really, that was probably the biggest step increase for 5 mm -hmm. was the script brains. Yes. But not so much user-friendly. No. At least for the dumb guys like me. Anyway, and then it's going to take it to a whole new level because the node graph scripting is a well-established method of connecting right. inputs and outputs and conditions and changing things. So that's it's, it's a the very, thing that very I like about it. Method. That's the thing I like about it. It's very visual too. It's a lot more intuitive so, as well. So you can you can basically draw a path as to what you want want it to do, and I'm really interested to see how that. And works. it's perfect for a controller. It really is. I mean, mouse and keyboard, obviously. I mean, you, you click and drag one output to an input. But, I, I mean, doing this on the Xbox is not going to be that difficult, really. No. You just have to now That's learn fine. where all the abundant amount of controls are and what sub-controls are where. Well, I like the introduced introduction of radial menus. I think they make sense for a lot of items. Mm-hmm. Then, granted, they'll get into that a little later. So, I... I It'll take, for me, I probably will never, never really jump into Forge. I'll probably jump in and play with it a little bit, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Forger. I don't have patience <laughs> I, to do that. I would have the patience if I had the time. Yeah. It's primarily I don't have the time. But, needless to say, I will, if, if there's not one that's already out there, I will probably try my hand at Chiron. Again, because yeah. um, I just love the chaoticness of that map. I would not mind seeing OG Husky Raid again. Just two boxes and a path. <laughs> and you Honestly, could... that was so much fun. Just 
two boxes. I mean, we we could we could make it. It, it, That's that's something that's simple to make. Yeah, but they got all artsy fartsy with it now. Is some other two boxes and a path between. We'll we'll just make our own Potacular version of it. Heck, we could probably even make the Potacular logo out of pieces in Forge. Probably. Probably. Anyways, so that's all the Forge specifics, at least all the big stuff that was in the Forge video. Um, we briefly touched on the departure of, of Bonnie Ross. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting her quite a few times, and she is literally the reason why we still have new Halo stuff after Halo Reach. If it wasn't for her, mm-hmm. we will, 3 for 3 wouldn't exist. We wouldn't have had these new Halo experiences. The Halo community owes a lot to her. Yep. They really do. Well, we we do owe a lot to her and that original team because they are the ones that kept the Yep. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be having this discussion. You wouldn't have Halo Infinite to complain about. <laughs> so just keep be, that in be mind. Be thankful that there's just still Halo being made because Microsoft was ready to give it up after Reach. And mm-hmm. Bonnie was the person that convinced Microsoft to keep going with Halo. You guys really need to appreciate what she's done for us. Yep. And she says she's leaving 343 due to family issues, so I hope that's nothing super serious. And I hope it's something just, that can be resolved. Um, just wish her Praying the best. for her and her family. Yep. And I hope everybody else is too. I know what it's like to have to attend to a medical family member. It rains the ever-living. So remember that. Yep. So there's three people basically splitting the role that she was doing, which just kind of goes to show how much she was doing for the studio. There's also some other troubling, or not necessarily troubling, but kind of makes you scratch your head. Uh, the Lead on the slip space engine left the studio, which raises a few eyebrows. Could just be as simple as other things going on to cause a career change, or maybe there's just that many challenges with the slip space engine where he needed to get away from it. I mean, it doesn't help to or really. Maybe speculate you just got tired of listening to the community. That too, because um, I guarantee MT if I was in their position. I'd have said, screw you all, I'm out of here. We need to really Don't stop need that making in my life. Yeah. We really need to stop anyway. making ourselves look like massive idiots. Honestly, the Halo community well, the- Halo community used to be like the place to be. Back in the Halo 2 <laughs> and Halo 3 days, sure there was some bad apples and you had a lot of the the clan behavior that really wasn't the best. But overall, like back in the Halo 2, Halo 3 days, the Halo community was like the place to be. And we have we have made this is this from a bunch of teens and twenties. Now that demographic demographic is twenty five and older, thanks to hidden Xperia or not, uh, not uh, ascended Hyperion for creating his little poll. Yeah, the largest chunk of people that responded to his poll were twenty five years and older. So you jackasses don't have any excuse. Beep. Oh, sorry. I will caveat that that it's that's a targeted demographic. Obviously, it it is a limited 
cool. And it's skewed. Sorry, but, sorry. I know you're doing good work for the Hill community, but it's a skewed poll. It is just by the numbers. But it does follow it. It does follow the trend of the game. The people that played the original games would be in that yes. in that age range. Yes. So that that tells me, and I'm not quoting his stuff verbatim. Because yes, it is it is a poll. It had a somewhat large response, but I mean it had a great turnout. Yeah, it had great turnout, but it does not I do not feel that it represents a good section of the Halo community as an entirety. It you are absolutely right. There is a massive part of the Halo community people that play Halo that are non social media and follow these Halo content creators. There is it's it's massive. Like yeah. I mean I've I've talked to some people at three four three. it's not as much as you think. People responding to that the, survey is not of is is a very small portion of the overall player base for Halo. That's why we do less call than them 10%, the vocal significantly less than ten percent. That's why we call them the vocal minority. Yeah. Because they are. And I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, if you're passionate about something, you're going to want to talk about it. You're going to want to say your piece about it. And I don't have any problems with that. No. But how you do it, I do. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And a lot of people are choosing that wrong. And it's making us look like a bunch of pricks. Mm Mm-hmm. What you put on... Your YouTube, your Twitter, your Reddit, your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever. It does shine poorly on all of us. It does. And ask me how I know. Just a quick question. When you take your car in to get worked on, how many mechanics do you actually trust to do the job correctly the first time? How many times do you look at that guy across the counter and ask, is he screwing me or is he telling me the truth? That didn't cross my mind. Yeah. A lot of people it does. Because unfortunately, in the auto repair industry, there are a lot of shops out there that will take advantage of you. And it looks poorly on all of them. And it can actually backfire on the guys that are actually trying to take care of their customers. In fact, my dad ran an auto repair shop. Just small two two guys, two guys in a building. We check out someone's car. We tell them what's wrong with it. Tell them how it's going to cost to fix. They take it somewhere else for a second opinion, and they'd way undercut us because they would buy cheap parts. They, the funny thing is, is they were cheaper than us, but they were actually making more off the customer than we were. Does that make sense? In a twisted Next way, time yeah. You go to, yeah, next time you go to one of those chain stores, pick one. Just pick one. Doesn't matter. When they quote you the price for the repair and the parts, the bulk of them are making a 300% profit off of the parts. In other words, if the part costs them $50, they're going to charge you 200 Just keep that in mind. And that same mentality is happens with communities like ours. You get the people that are the bad seeds that have loud mouths and no brains, and it reflects poorly on all of us. 
And it makes it to where the studio is not going to be open with us. They're going to, they're going to, sh- mm-hmm. I mean, that's what Bungie's done. People are backlashing and, and hating on Bungie. And it's like, okay, well, we're not going to tell you Jack anymore. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Three for three is not going to be open with us if we can't be mature and take what they're going to give us. They're just not. Because there's no point at that point. It's like, what's the point in trying to be open with the community if they're not going to be receptive to it? And as an example of that, yeah, as an example of that, just Bungie. Uh, Bungie just implemented a change into their PvP. You now can be banned for quitting a social game. And it you get one warning, do it again, it's 30 minutes. Now, I'm not saying Halo doesn't have that. You quit out of a game, you get a warning. Say, hey, don't do this again or you'll be banned. Because they understand that life happens. Yeah. It's like, oh, something happened. Okay. It's like, yeah, I get it. You quit out because you need to go somewhere. But that usually only happens right. infrequently. So when you make it a habit. But they generally, they generally only do that in the more competitive play is where they get more aggressive with that. So anyway, back to Bungie, they said nothing about it. They just did it. They just did it. And some, it happened to someone and they made a post about it. So keep in mind, three four three doesn't have to tell us Jack. They don't have to provide us with the roadmap. They don't have to do these infinite updates. They can just launch the stuff or not launch the stuff. They could just decide, yeah, too bad. We're going to move on to something else. Totally. And at the end of the day, everyone at that studio is a fan of Halo. Mm-hmm. Each each person has their person. own unique way of thinking of what Halo is, thinking of how Halo should be. And no one person is going to be happy with every aspect of Halo. It's just not going to happen. That's yeah, like me and Dusk, we agree to disagree about Pizza Hut. The response I got back was <laughs> good on Pizza Hut. And, anyway. and like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, but you, you can't threaten someone's life over a video game. Yeah. It makes no, it makes no sense. Or call for their job or harass them on social media, call them names. It's stupid. Again, that demographic, you guys are 25 plus. Matter of fact, if you're 20 and up, Grow up. 18 and up. Grow up. Grow a pair and become an adult. Life's not fair. And life doesn't go your way. Should figure that out by now. Yeah, you know. If you're 9 or 10, I could I could kind of let it slide. <laughs> but if you've made it to your late teens, you ought to know better. Yeah, there's some teens out there that probably don't know better. Like I, I said, definitely 21 should. and after. I said, should know better. (laughs) Should. I remember being a teenager. I remember how stupid I was and the dumb shit I did. Oh, I I was, I was naive about the world until I got into college and there were still things I was naive about the world when I got out of college. I was lucky. I grew up in a world where I saw the consequences. If you made a poor choice, the stuff. I'm not that book smart. Matter of fact, 
Most of my mechanical skill I learned by doing, not by reading manuals, not by going to classes. I learned how to do it by doing it. Same with working on computers. Yes, I do research on the internet, but I learned it by doing it. Where dust, I'm sure you're probably the complete opposite. No, I'm 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 a learn by application. That's that's how I learn. But it's just I grew up in a in a situation where you couldn't afford to be stupid about life. Whenever you made a decision, you had to consider the consequences for what you did. Don't get me wrong. It didn't stop me from doing some stupid shit. Matter of fact, there's some stupid shit that unintentionally harmed other people. And I still regret that to this day. That happened 30 years ago. So, anyway. People, you need to learn to be an adult about how you interact with people on the internet. Quit hiding behind that name. The anonymity that is the internet. Remember that the people you are prosecuting are people as well. They're not just you. If you wouldn't say it to their face, don't say it. And in a lot of cases, you just don't say it, period. If you wouldn't want to be treated that way, don't treat people like that. It's a pretty basic command. And it it reaps rewards if you live that way. Anywho... I mean, I'm in the I'm a forerunner because I supported the studio for the last eleven years. I didn't agree with. I would a lot volunteer, of but I would I would volunteer, but they don't want my input. <laughs> I, I I don't agree with a lot of things. I, initially, I did not like the Halo Four campaign. There were things in Infinite that I don't like, and still think they should fix, like the customization. And I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sad that. There's not going to be couch co-op, but I'm not going to flip my shit over it. Yeah. yeah, I get people that that's a core part of Halo that's that's been at the crux of the the story experience is being able to play on the same console with with family and friends. I get it. It sucks. I'm not happy about it, but I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not going to threaten someone's life because I didn't get something that affects my overall well-being and life. Mm-hmm. You have time to go com- complain about something and really put that much effort into threatening someone's life. Just go leave. somewhere else. Go, yeah, spend your energy some somewhere else, being positive and enjoying something instead of finding ways. Go play Warzone. To- go play COD. <laughs> go play Apex. Play Destiny. The world's world's dark enough for people to be threatening people's lives and and being negative Nancys. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to not agree with the way the studio's doing things. Yeah, it seems like it's pretty evident that the management at 343 hasn't handled the franchise very well. It's like, yeah, I totally agree with that assessment. It sucks to see Bonnie leave, yeah. It sucks to see some of these other people rotating out, it's going to cause a lot of change for Halo. We'll have to see if it's changed for the good or for the worse. But And there pins go with his 10 gift subs, so check that off your bingo card. Yep. Anyway. It's not going to help me tonight for my bingo card, but yeah. 
Yeah, not me either. Yeah. I am sad to see Bonnie go. As am I. Uh, I hope I hope that her life straightens out, and I hope she's able to enjoy it. She's been and nothing I, but a I, positive influence, in my opinion, of, of the Halo franchise. I can only pray that I get the chance to meet her someday. I was kind of hoping to be able to do that by now, but COVID. Ah! Yeah. Anyway. Dang COVID. There is very few people in the world that I'd actually want to meet. Bonnie was one of them. You know, people think, oh, well, don't you want to ever meet a superstar? No, not really. I mean, I'm, I've met a lot of people that I've wanted to meet in the gaming industry. I mean, it's all revolved around Halo, but I've met Bonnie, I've met Kiki, I've met Frankie. I can walk up to them and they know who I am. I mean, I can. I, I can would just walk like up, to be able to come up to him and say, hey. <laughs> I can walk up to Marty O'Donnell and he knows who I am. I can walk up to Grim Brother One and he knows who I am. Heck, I could text him and he'd probably text me back. I've gotten to know anyway, you. There's a lot of good things that have come out of 343 that I appreciate. Have they had their issues? Yes. A game studio that doesn't, especially when they're first starting out. And just because we're supporting the studio doesn't mean that we're jaded and doesn't mean that we're sucking up to them. It just we just understand the human. Well I want I want free tickets to Seattle, man. <laughs> Come on. I'm begging you. No, it's it's a difference between supporting any, anybody who says that is looking to gain from it themselves. Oh, that's that's ninety percent of the the social warriors out there. Yeah, I don't care. If they give me anything, I don't care if they fly me to Seattle first class, put me up in the Hyatt Regency Hotel or whatever swanky hotel they got in downtown Seattle. I don't care. I enjoy the products that they put out. Have they frustrated me? Oh, hell yeah. And it's our Many choice times. to enjoy them. It's our choice. It, it, is, it is honestly a choice. And if mm-hmm. you don't enjoy it, then don't pain yourself by forcing yourself to try something you don't enjoy. You have that choice. We've been on this topic long enough. We should probably move on. Really? No, we still got another hour. There was another community update that got posted yesterday. Half of it is stuff that we just finished talking about. But uh, for the other half, they have come out and said that they are no longer pursuing purchasable Spartan points for MCC. And I just, that's one of those deals. I can't see why people had a problem with that. I don't either. Like, if people wanted to put, spend their money for his Martin points. I mean, now, if they put, them. like, if they put, like, the Halo Infinite store in MCC, yeah, oh, yeah, I'd have a problem with that. <laughs> but if they just let you buy Spartan points, who cares? You still have to put the time in the game to unlock it, to unlock the items. I mean, they weren't going to change the way Spartan points existed today. It was just a, here's another mechanism that you can get Spartan points with. Yeah. It wasn't going to change the way that you currently got them. <sighs> Pen stop. Anyway, there is no reason to oppose them. I guess the community's happy that they have decided not to do it, which for me, I was kind of indifferent either way. I didn't care if they were there, if it was there or it wasn't. Same. I wasn't going to take it. I wasn't going to take advantage of it either way. Because guess what? I play Halo Infinite. I guess I'm the minority. I still do have some MCC achievements and you go back and get once ever. Well, I, I do too. I still got a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, 
I still have four games to go through. Anyway, <clears throat> there is Halo series is being filmed now. Uh, the team just made it to Iceland this week. Excited, looking good. Excited about that. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs took home the championship gold at the um, Australia New Zealand regional finals this past week. And then the uh, American Major is going to be in Orlando in two weeks, a week and a half. Uh, probably a week by the time you're listening to this. But September 23rd through the 25th is the North American Major be taking place in Orlando. Now a couple of folks are going there. There's a whole bunch of new merch partnerships happening along with uh, 343 as well. And yeah, that's all pretty much the. Stuff we haven't covered before. If anybody wants pet interrupts podcast, I'm being pestered by my cat. Still doesn't help me get the bingo card complete. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Doesn't I mean, help me either. I don't have the pet one. I have the family member one tonight. Uh, well, that's not going to happen for me. I have no family member here. Which is why we can do the podcast. Um, so that's going to wrap it up for the podcast tonight. Again, just. Be kind. Everyone at 343 is a person. It's not this mm-hmm. some conglomeration that's out to destroy Halo. Obviously, like <laughs> they meant to like run Halo into the ground, they wouldn't be making Halo. Like that just there's no logic. They would have done that fifteen they would have run that done that fifteen. It's like ago. they just wouldn't have continued making Halo if they really wanted to run it in the ground. There's people that are passionate about this stuff. And if you think otherwise, you're an idiot. Trust me, Microsoft has all kinds of ways to waste money. Mixer. You don't have to actually produce anything. <laughs> Mixer. Yeah. Skype. Oh. I mean, I like Skype. It enables us, I do too. Enables us, I mean, enables us to do this. Enables me to I, do my D&D games. I have to admit that... Now, if Discord ever gets NDI, then I might drop Skype like a bad yeah. habit. But <laughs> for the time being... I, I have to admit that... Windows over phone. the <laughs> years that I've been doing the podcast with Dust... Skype has improved quite a bit. The audio quality that I hear is much better than it used to be. Uh, Discord, on the other hand, leaves me wanting more. I, I just, I don't know what it is. I just, the what I get out of, in my headset out of Discord, I just, it bugs me. The feature set that they've put into Skype, great. <laughs> well, it's nice now, too, that you can use Skype in the browser. Before you had to use an app, but now that's in browser, it's, I mean, Skype has every feature that a Zoom call has, that the Google Meet call has, that Teams Meet has. It has every one of those features as far as hand raising, screen sharing, chatting, emojis, GIFs, recording. It just, like, people give Skype a bad rap, but it's a, it's a solid Although piece I've, of... Although I'm probably... I just got the notification that I can link my Discord to Xbox. Yeah. I think I'm going to try that out. Yep. We talked about it about a month, month and a half ago that it was coming, but now it's actually Mm -hmm. out there for the masses. Yeah, it was in beta. Yep. So I'm I'm interested to try that out. And uh, I'm going to start, probably start working on an audio mix where we can get some crosstalk going. For those people that are on PC that enjoy the Xbox app as much as I do. GT praises the Xbox app. 
Sarcastic or not, I'm taking sarcastic, it. Sarcastic, being sarcastic, extremely sarcastic, especially as of the last three weeks. I just realized I could. But I may have. I may have actually fixed that. Um, I just realized I, but, I'm potentially one square away from a bingo. Ooh. My only thing was, in order to get it, we would have had to have the clap down on stream. Uh, well, see, you done screwed yourself. Yeah. Oh, did the clap anyway. down after or before I pulled up the bingo card. <laughs> Anyways. But anyway, I'm going to look into a way to where we can have people in Xbox and in the Discord calls or lobbies uh, to give people uh, on game nights more variety of how to connect to the audio chat. It also allows us to luck. get more people in the party. Since Xbox still only twelve or fifteen, something like that. Used to be eight. I think it might be twelve now. Well, I know they increased it when first act dashboard update came to Xbox, Xbox One. One. Yeah. So either the first or the second dash update. Anyway, I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Do not forget to hit the Discord and vote for the game you want to play. Yes. Your choices will be MCC, Halo 5, and Halo Infinite. If you would like to join in on the game night, and this happens every Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, message me on Xbox Live at Godzilla, and there's a space there, T. Uh, you send me a message, I will send you a invite to the lobby and to the game, or to the party. I look forward to seeing everybody this Friday. I kind of missed you last week, and I'm looking forward to having some fun. At least until Bobby joins. <laughs> or Keys. Keys will be working, so we'll be. He showed up last week. Yeah, that was last week. He'll be working. This week. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you all next week. Until then, keep on fragging them drugs. Thank you for listening to Pod Tackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtackler.com, and join the community on Discord at podtackler.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Fragon Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time and Achieving Halo on Mondays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks. <laughs>